Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Monday, Monday, Monday. Will this week be worse for Trump than last week? We shall see. Lindsey Graham is not coming off with a great week so far. Jim Jordan is puking up lies as, as usual. He is seeing imaginary FBI agents <laughs> all over the place. I see FBI agents. Jim Jordan says a lot of things, a lot of things that, and most of it is all complete horse shit. All of it. Almost every single bit of it. This is a guy who looks away when college students are being sexually assaulted <laughs> and he sees FBI agents. They were in my office, I think. I don't know. They had, they had really, they had, they look like real FBI shirts on and FBI hats. They looked real to me. Oh, this fucking idiot. Of course, he says it on Fox News, which makes it even less credible. Of course, of course. My guess is, is there's one, one retired agent that he got drunk with that is a QAnoner, and he turned it into 14. He was so wasted that he saw 14 agents standing in front of him, retired. Get the fuck out of here with this shit, 14 agents. Give me a break. Whistleblowers, he calls them. Of course, I don't know if that's uh, an old term from his wrestling years, but we shall see. Jim Jordan is a fucking liar. He's a liar. Why would anyone think he's credible going on Fox News and saying anything at all? Anything. Lindsey Graham's in a bunch of trouble. It seems this morning, Lindsey Graham is not, not going to have a great week this week. A federal judge says, uh, yeah, you're going to have to, uh, I don't know, um, abide by that lawful subpoena. That's a thing you're going to have to do. Uh, Dr. Oz is being humiliated in the news. Of course, what's new there? <laughs> oh, Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, Dr. Oz. Jim Acosta made an absolute fool out of Andrew Yang. So that's kind of nice. We've got that to look forward to today. But I also want to announce. That at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have a special interview. Special interview with comedian Ben Glebe. It's such a great interview. I've been wanting to ask him questions about his abortion debate with Charlie Kirk for a long time. I love that clip that, you know, the dolphin fetus clip. You know which one I'm talking about. You'll see it. You'll see it during the interview. We play it during the interview. But Ben describes... Ben describes how he negotiated that interview with Turning Points USA and Charlie Kirk and how he made that moment happen for our sake, <laughs> because it's such a great moment. 
It's such a great moment. Such a great moment. In history. In internet history, really. But he describes how he actually received that moment, how Charlie Kirk couldn't bury that moment forever. And Ben describes that. He also talks about his brand new special that just came out last night on uh, Helium Comedy, their YouTube channel. It's The Mad King. So come watch that um, interview. At the bottom of the hour, me and Gabe talked to Ben Glebe, the comedian. He gives us a lot of uh, political commentary. He does political commentary. Political and social commentary, not just comedy. But he also tries to use comedy to give commentary. So we appreciate Ben coming and telling us the story of how he <laughs> humiliated Charlie Kirk. It's great. It's great. And Charlie Kirk had to buy him a huge dinner. So stick around for that interview. You are not going to want to miss that at the bottom of the hour today. And as also, I've got the link in, in the description here to Ben's new comedy special so go watch the link is down below make sure you save that for later and go watch ben's new comedy special is special it is hilarious this is his second one hour special it's called the mad king go check that out in the links below you notice that the uh, overlay is a little different this morning all the names and everything support pro-democracy speech today you can go to support.tonymichaelspod.com and you can support pro-democracy speech today. And you should. So do that for us. Spread that spread that link around if you would. Show us support here at the show. But not just us um, here at the show. Pro-democracy speech is so important. And we are just one little cog in the wheel of pro-democracy speech. The Midas Touch Network is doing great things. Other people are doing great things. We have to, have to, have to hold these fascists accountable and quit with this both sides shit. You know, I'm totally against the both sides shit. I can't stand it when someone's like, oh, Democrats, Republicans are the same. We must, we must give fascists airtime. We have to give their, their fascist talking points airtime. No, you do not. You do not have to give fascists airtime to talk about their nonsense. You do not have to have them lie on television. We've watched <laughs> Cash Patel over the weekend. I don't know why. why. Why? I think it's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious that Cash Patel and Devin Nunes, who used to work together, apparently. I guess Cash Patel used to work for Devin Nunes when he was a congressman. They were picked out to be the fall guys. Devin Nunes was picked out to be the fall guy for, for fraud social. He left his seat in Congress to go take the fall for fraud social. <laughs> what Whatever crimes are being committed over there, Devin Nunes is now the CEO. Trump knew that. Now, of course, you know, a lot of people assume that fraud social was committing crimes before Devin Nunes became the CEO. But that's Trump's M.O. That's what he always does. He goes, he starts to commit crime. He's like, ah, someone's going to need to be a fall guy for this crime. So then he picks out one of his lackeys. Devin Nunes probably owes him something. You know. Owes him a favor, probably. <laughs> so Devin Nunes 
uh, goes and be and is the fall guy for Fraud Social. But then Cash Patel, apparently over the weekend, we have uh, there was a letter released from the Cheeto Dust Mobster, Grandpa Poopy Pants himself, back in June, making Cash Patel the seasayer of the presidential record of his presidential records. I wonder, I wonder why that could be. I wonder if Donald Trump is looking for someone to go, oh, wasn't me, wasn't me. He was the one that was responsible for my records. I have no idea. I don't know what records are. Me no, me no lacks paper. This is really fucking dumb. The, the Cheeto dust monster, Donald Trump, the orange mango Mussolini Jesus was freaking the fuck out on Fraud Social this weekend, absolutely losing his mind because his narrative is being ripped apart at every single turn. The uh, fascists in Congress, they held a press conference uh, last week. We covered it, where uh, Elise Stefanik and Mike Turner stood up to defend Donald Trump, the indefensible, treason, espionage. And then this weekend, Mike Turner goes on the Sunday shows and makes even a bigger fool of himself which is not surprising. And I'm going to show that video later on in the second hour after the interview with Ben Glebe. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to do the first hour here. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to play the interview. And then at the top of the next hour, we're going to start the shit list roundup where we round up all the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends because we have a lot of video footage to get to over the weekend. We have the Andrew Yang footage. I'm sure by the time we get to it, Lindsey Graham will have some footage here. Now, we have the all the Sunday show footage. We have Jim Jordan claiming that he, he sees dead people. I mean, FBI agents. Uh, we have Steve Ducey and Kill Me. They can't, they can't figure out if Fox and Friends is for violence against the FBI or against it. They're not really sure what kind of rhetoric they want to have on their show. Ducey's like, oh, yeah, on Fox and Friends. This is this morning, even. And they've been trying this out. They've been trying this bit out. Oh, Ducey says, oh, the FBI is law enforcement. If you back the blue, then you must back the FBI. And the dangerous, he even called on the president this morning. I'm the former president. He called him the president. They always call him the president over there. He's not the fucking president. Shouldn't we give him an asterisk? Like he shouldn't even be able to be called the former president. Fuck that guy. But Steve Ducey says, Donald Trump should should call on to stop the violent rhetoric. And Kilmeade's like, well, you know, maybe not. <laughs> All in the same breath. But that's that was the that was the sticking point for Kilmeade. But but the FBI's really bad and they're going after they're going after our, our orange Mussolini Jesus and we can't have that. And we gotta really stop the FBI. So keep ramping up the rhetoric. That way people threaten them. This is really fucking dumb. We, we watched in Cincinnati as some lunatic, some megalodite, was killed in a cornfield because he got diluted by the former guy and by the, the America First Nazi Party. Absolutely got diluted, took a nail gun and an AR-15 to an FBI office where he was chased down I-71, ended up in a cornfield, and they had to get rid of him because he just wouldn't quit. His delusion was fatal. And we watched this weekend in Arizona 
as a bunch of dipshits, Trump trumped up white guys with guns show up at another FBI office on federal property. You know, it really is kind of funny. Do you remember back in 2020 when they were complaining that people were at federal buildings in Seattle and, and, and other places around the country? They're burning cities. They're burning cities. And here these people are showing up wanting to overturn federal buildings. You know, there was an executive order signed. I'm not sure if it still stands, but it might still be there. And I'd say our president in the United States needs to enforce it. That's what I think. Fuck them. Fuck them. 14 FBI agents. And this is more of the same. This is more of Jim Jordan trying to stoke, trying to stoke violence on the right, trying to rile up moglodites, right? Who gives a, he didn't give a fuck if it's real. He doesn't care if there's actually 14 FBI agents because what they're trying to do now, now that they're going to be accused of turning their supporters on the FBI and committing violence in this country, terrorism, because we know they're all domestic terrorists. They define themselves that at the Nuremberg rally in Texas, the CPAC last a couple weeks ago. There's probably going to be another one next week. I'm sure they they run these Nazi rallies at least two or three times a month. But Jim Jordan goes on Fox News and decides that there's only he's like, well, maybe they'll believe there's 14 good agents. Right. Maybe in the whole FBI. Our supporters will now believe that there's at least at least 14. I think that's where he pulled that number from. I mean, straight out of his ass, but he thought, eh, they'll believe at least that there's 14 agents that are that are cult members, which I'm sure there's probably 14, maybe more. Hell, there might be two or three times that that are cult members. I don't know. How are we supposed to know anymore? You can't fucking tell with these folks. But I think he thought, eh, these these moglodites, this, this Fox audience will believe that there's at least, at least... 14 FBI cult members, surely. So he pulls that number out of his ass and he calls them whistleblowers, which, you know, it's all a bunch of bullshit. He's lying out his ass. Anytime Jim Jordan fucking opens his mouth, he's lying. How can you believe a fucking thing he says? But here on Fox News, he says 14 FBI agents have told him that it's a bunch of baloney. It's not baloney, dumb motherfuckers. We saw the receipt. We, your own eyes. You do not. You do not have to do anything but believe your own eyes here. That every single FBI agent, every single person that was a part of that search warrant, who went into Donald Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago, and found all the shit in his safe that he was trying to hide, and all the stuff in Melania's closet that he was trying to hide, because he keeps talking about. The former guy keeps talking about those two things. Melania's closet and his safe. He keeps talking about him. He won't shut the fuck up about him. And I believe it's because that's where he was hiding the shit that he didn't want anyone to find. And we also know that the, the, the closed circuit television, his security cameras, are now showing that they were trying to move boxes around from room to room. He wasn't keeping it behind a padlock. That's all bullshit. And any, and that's why he says this stuff. Anything he says, you can just better well bet he's telling on himself. Like that's all you got to do. And really, honestly, I wish I was Sean Hannity or 
some other dumb motherfucker would do like a two or three hour interview and just ask this guy questions about the documents that he had down at Mar-a-Lago and how he took them from the White House and how he got them down there, what he did with them once he, you know, who looked at them, who he showed them to. I'm sure he would just fucking say everything that we need right out in the fucking open. Because he thinks he's impervious to this stuff. He's even acting as if, and Cash Patel is doing the same thing, that they have some kind of magic power over declassification. The fuck are you talking about? He's not the president. He's not the president. He's not the president. And then he invokes Barack Obama's name into the situation. If Barack Obama has anything to do with his dumb ass stealing classified documents. He's claiming Barack Obama has 33 million documents that he's he stole and he's taken to Chicago. You are stu- you are stupid motherfuckers, man. Dumb motherfuckers. The documents that Barack Obama is trying to get to Chicago are in the archive in Washington D.C. in the custody of National Archives where they're supposed to be. And there's a few pieces of presidential history while Barack Obama was in office that he has custody of that he also wants to get taken to his library in Chicago, which isn't that nice that Barack Obama actually has a library in Chicago. My guess is, and what we should do in this country is not give Donald Trump a library. Fuck him. No, fuck him. We should not give him a library. What it should be is an evidence locker down at the national archives. That's what it should be, is an evidence locker, not a library. I mean, really, the only library this guy is fitted for is a coloring book factory. Jesus fucking Christ. But I can't wait. I can't wait. Who else is excited to see the footage from the closed-circuit television of these dummies committing crimes on their security cameras? Who's ready? I'm ready for it. There's fucking tapes, folks. There's tapes of them committing crimes. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. This guy is fucked. He is completely fucked. There is no which way around it. And really, everyone's wondering who the informant is. I've been thinking about it over the weekend, and I'm trying to figure out who has the most to lose here. Melania seems like she's got a lot to lose. I mean, if Trump goes down, it all comes tumbling down. Then she's stuck with, with his with his dumbass kid. And she, where is she going to go? What's she going to do then? How is she going to pretend that she's rich? That's going to be, that's going to be a problem. So maybe, maybe there's some motive there for her to be the informant. There's definitely motive for Jared Kushner to be the informant. Oh, baby. I'm sure the feds are breathing down his goddamn neck about all the crimes that he's committed and all the foreign money he's taken. Yeah, I bet that. I bet. I bet there's reason to believe that he would inform on his father-in-law to save his own ass. Jared Kushner, that is. There's a whole whole host of people that could be the informant. I actually believe that that when the National Archives went to retrieve these documents, the times that they did retrieve, which they got 15 boxes, apparently there's 12 more boxes, course there were probably a lot of it duplicates because there's got to be a copy machine somewhere in mar-a-lago but i would bet that in that team of national archivists who went to retrieve those documents in the original raid no they just came to get their shit dummy 
When they went to get their shit the original time, the National Archivist probably had FBI agents embedded with them, posing as National Archivists to make sure that any crimes were committed, that they could sniff them out. And it looks like they did. And this nonsense that he can declassify a thing anytime he wants and he's got a magic power like Michael Scott does to declare bankruptcy. He can just declare something declassified. Number one, that's not really how it works when you're the president of the United States or how classified information works. Number two, there's a process once it's declassified to unmark it. It's all marked. It's all marked in its proper form and he stole it. A lot of this stuff, even if it's declassified, that doesn't make a difference. It still cannot be out in the open. A lot of this stuff has to be viewed in a skiff. It doesn't matter what the classification is. It's national security. And that's what the Espionage Act, the the, the actual crimes that are probably going to be charged on this motherfucker are about. Now, the other thing you have to remember here is everyone keeps talking about the three statutes that were in the warrant. That doesn't mean that's the only thing they can charge him with. That's not the only thing they can charge him with. And the the dumbass, even on fraud social, let the cat out of the bag, talking about how, oh, they took stuff that didn't have to do with the warrant. Yeah. In other words, oh, shit. They found more crimes. What am I going to do? Of course, they found more crime in his office. This guy's a fucking criminal. So I would imagine that there's just going to be a whole host of charges. Now, I've changed my mind. I actually believed that the Department of Justice was going to charge Donald Trump with one crime and one crime they could prove and go after that and really stick the arrow in as deep as they could. I don't think that's what's going to happen anymore. I think they're going to pile as many charges as they can on top of this dumbass. As many as they possibly can stick to him because they've got the evidence. Ooh, baby, it's bound to be a good week, isn't it? It just gets better and better. Like, democracy really is kicking in here, isn't it? It's really kicking in. And the fascists are terrified. They're like, oh, you can't do this before an election? Yeah, yeah, you can do anything. You, You have to do justice when justice has to be done especially when our national security is at risk and the former president of the United States is committing espionage and selling our secrets to foreign powers because you know you know that's what his intention was. The other piece of news that is most significant here is apparently the judge would not release another part of the search warrant. Maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, That search warrant is going to search a certain casket at Bedminster. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there in the universe. I don't know for sure. Maybe, just maybe, they want to find out what the hell is in that casket that was buried in the ditch off off hole number one at the golf course at Bedminster. (laughs) The cemetery of Bedminster. Oh, my God. Everyone, make sure to use the link down below. Support pro-democracy speech. You see it here on the screen, support.tonymichaelspod.com. You can use the QR code, support us. We appreciate the audience, all the new listeners. Remember, we air live every single weekday, Monday through Friday, on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch for two full hours. We also simulcast from the Midas Touch Facebook page. 
for those two full hours every single weekday. We are here live giving you the strategic outrage that you need to go out and engage in your democracy because, baby, democracy is winning. Stick around right after the break. We're going to have the interview with Ben Glebe. He's going to talk about how he schooled. He schooled Charlie Kirk in an abortion debate. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. That interview comes up right after this break. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels podcast. Fellow patriots, what would you do if there was a Trump supporter right in front of you, crying in pain because they have to live under communist tyranny? We know what you would do. You'd reach out and give that true American a hand. Now, here's your chance. For only $50 a day, you can help us help those true Americans recover from Biden's socialist reign of terror. These are those Trump supporters, and this is that moment. Send your donation via Venmo to the real president, Donald J. Trump. It's only $50 a day. Recurring. And it means you'll get these Trump supporters the critical help they so desperately need to survive under this false regime. Please donate now, because those Trump supporters you just saw can't wait another moment. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. We're back to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for sticking around through the break. We have a special guest with us, stand-up comedian, the host and head writer of Emmy-nominated game show Idiot Test. He also had his first hour stand-up special, Neurotic Gangster, on Showtime. He's a star of Chelsea Lately. TBS called him one of the funniest comedians working today. He's also an anchor for The Young Turks, where he also does his own video series, for Rebel HQ three times a week. And his second hour special drops. Uh, it actually dropped yesterday on Helium Comedy YouTube page. Go check it out. Welcome, Ben Glebe. Thanks, Ben, for joining us here on the Tony Michaels Podcast. How have you been, my friend? I've been great, especially pleased now that you nailed that intro and you were so <laughs> insecure about it. I know. Well, it was a it was a big intro. I was a little nervous because, as my audience knows, I completely fuck up intros. Gabe knows this. My audience knows this. So that's like the first one. I think Gabe is that the first one I really had a slam dunk on. Yeah. No. No hiccups along the way yeah. that we know of on camera. Yeah, uh, I'm not yeah. going to point out the two hiccups there actually were because it was so close to being <laughs> right. Good. Right. Right. Well, there I'm are not a couple. Mentioned that. that I was one of the stars of Chelsea lately because the show hasn't been on the air in about yeah, well that eight is years true. or the fact. That it's Helium Comedy Studios presenting the special. I wouldn't mention those because you did such <laughs> yeah. a good job, Tony, on the rest of it. Well, you know, I'm glad you mentioned those. Though. That way the audience knows exactly the the history of Chelsea lately and that it must you must go to the Helium Studios, com- whatever, you, whatever the, uh, the <laughs> exactly. actual name. Go to wherever. Just search The Mad King on YouTube there you with go. That's my name it. in it, Ben Glebe, and you'll find it. That's it. Hey, that brings me to a point, because you sent me an advanced copy of this special, and it's great. Everyone should go watch it. It's hilarious. Um, It doesn't just have political and social issues, which is kind of the issues I want to talk to you about mm. today. Um, but what? who are the mad ones? What is that? What? What's the mad ones? I want to ask you about that real quick. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for watching it and for the kind words. Um, the mad ones are my fans across the globe. Um, it, it, it's a name really that kind of took shape during the pandemic when I, when we were all shut down and I mm-hmm. created nowhere comedy, which is the world's first virtual comedy venue and became the best. And we created this community and I started doing this, this weekly show at the time. Now I do it about once a month called Gleeb off the top crowd work and improvised madness. And the people that attend regularly with my, were my diehard fans. And I called them, I started calling them the mad ones after the Kerouac quote. The only people for me are the mad ones. Ah, I got you. And they started calling me the mad king. And which is part of why the specials called that. And these amazing group of people that attend most of the shows I do online, they travel around North America to see my shows live. I mean, some of my fans have come and seen me just in the last year or two in the same people in DC, Vancouver, uh, Indianapolis, uh, Dallas, they just travel around Philly where I taped the special and they're amazing. Um, and so I wanted to shout them out in the special quite a bit as far as just giving them some, some homage and some love. And, uh, so that, that's the mad ones. Well, we, we love our fans here too. They're called the fuck them fans. So I know, f- fuck them fans. So I know, I know, you know, fuck them. Fuck Even em. fucked up that intro. Look at That's, that. Well, yeah. And have, I fuck up every intro. I told you, I told you, this is a thing that happens here on the Tony Michaels podcast. Nice. This special though, you mentioned one of my all time favorite Charlie Kirk pieces of content that you are in. You, it, it is, it is a very famous piece of content. I actually think Gabe, we probably played it on our podcast. I don't know, three or four times. I oh, fucking yeah. hate Charlie. It's a, it's, it Trump. is definitely an evergreen type of uh, piece of content. I love that. Yeah, I hope that clip never leaves him. It's the dolphin fetus clip. <laughs> it, it is the dolphin fetus clip, and I think people have have watched it. I'm going to show it again here, sure. um, really quick, because I, I just I just want people to remember exactly what the what the clip is. I have a few questions about this clip. And the reason why is because we've had another friend of the show, Rachel Bittikoff or went and she went to debate night or whatever that I think that's, yeah, that's what he calls mm-hmm. it. Debate, debate night, night yeah. with Charlie Kirk. He, she went and debated him and she sent me the footage and I was like, Hmm, that's kind of funny. And here's the reason why I have a question. Cause I wonder, did he intentionally send you this footage that you were able to, you know, make into a clip or, is this part of he actually put this in that debate night like he put it in? Well, listen, I'm a very strong negotiator. It's part of being the Mad King <laughs> is not taking, <laughs> not letting other people set your terms. And so uh, when he reached out to me, you know, he, he famously reached out to Congressman Eric Swalwell and he offered him to be on debate night. And Swalwell instead put his DM on blast and said, I'm not going to go and debate an insurrectionist that makes me and my family unsafe. I instead accepted the exact same DM that Charlie slid into mine with and said, I'm going to go debate an insurrectionist and humiliate them and uh, do what I can to make sure this person is weakened um, Mm -hmm. because they are an enemy of the people. Anybody that, that supports turning over an obviously fair election and did so by sending buses of people there and encouraging them to fight uh, deserves to be taken down. And, you know, there are people that even don't want this special to be heard. I was telling you guys off air, but right. I don't care. I'll announce it on air. My Facebook page was as was was hacked, taken away from me, stolen. Got recovered last night and was just stolen again this morning. 
there are forces that don't want you to see this special and we cannot let them. I will not let them. I've worked too hard for this. And um, we need to get, you know, some of the truth and keeping these mm-hmm. idiots, these malintended assholes honest. And so not that my special is going to do, you know, going to change anything on the grand scheme, but we all need to be talking speaking our truth and speaking truth to power as much as we can. And every little bit counts. Um, so I negotiated very strongly with Charlie's people that they had to allow me to shoot my own iPhone footage of the whole debate. Oh, and uh, so this, so this actual, this clip came iPhone. from your iPhone. Gosh, so so what you're saying is, is Charlie did cut this out of no his version. No, I also made them promise that I would not do it unless they agreed to cut out zero content, unless there was just like oh. dead, dead air. And so they had to agree to that in writing and they did. And so um, they released it. But what they did do sneakily at the end of the debate in the bonus time, um, they did cut out the bonus time where I then call him out on funding the insurrection attempt and the protests at the ellipse or rather the protests that led to the insurrection. And I got him to storm off of his own show and storm Whoa. off of his own oh. set. Did you ever? Did, did you so, ever they, so they cut that? They cut that out. I That's on my full debate on my YouTube.com slash Beeglebe. You can see the whole debates in hour 20. It's the extra 15 minutes that we do that shows that happen. And because I released it and released a separate meme showing that, and so he was forced to then show it, he then mm. uploaded a second version of the whole debate that did include that. So he could pretend like he didn't cut it out. Right. He definitely did cut it out because both versions are still live. And the second version, he called me so-called comedian as the title. (laughs) You put me on your show, bro. What does that speak to your own booking ability if you're so-called? But my favorite part of the Charlie Kirk negotiations, not only did I get all those details set so that I knew I'd be protected and that I could post all these clips as much as I want, but I further got them to agree to fly me out to a studio in Arizona, put me up in a dope hotel, give me a car service and pay for all of my meals when I was there. So right after I was kicked out of his studio and security escorted me off after I made Charlie run like a baby off of his own set, I still had a car service the rest of the day. <laughs> Just I waiting. To take me and my girlfriend, now fiance, to a very nice sushi restaurant in Arizona. <laughs> and we had a $270 sushi dinner on Charlie's <laughs> Oh my god. You know, I thought I thought I thought that this dolphin fetus piece of content was the best piece of content, but mm. right now in this moment, that story that you're telling is a damn good piece of Charlie Kirk content. Thank you realize that. The Mad King and, strikes and again. <laughs> What's that? I said the Mad King strikes again. That's right, man. And and aside from that one meme too, if you don't want to watch the whole debate, we released on my Instagram as a little Christmas gift to everybody during the holidays last year. <laughs> 12 days of Kirkson ass and <laughs> every day we released a new meme where I own him from that debate, all the topic of abortion, oh a God. great topic for the holidays, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'd like to get into the uh, abortion, abortion um, uh, subject, but nobody's getting into my uterus. You understand well, that? Tony? Well, <laughs> let's, let's watch, let's watch the, uh, the famous Charlie Kirk getting schooled on abortion in 15 seconds. Do you truly in your heart of hearts, truly believe that this is a human being this without a doubt without a doubt yes this is a dolphin fetus so let me without a doubt a dolphin so fetus is a human being this is a human you just confirmed that a dolphin in in life you confuse dolphins for human babies often so let me you go to sea world and you're like someone's got human babies in that aquarium 
Ben, did you have this whole thing prepared and you knew you were going to strike or you do you just carry a little brown bag full of uh, dolphin, dolphin fetuses, fetuses. Mm-hmm. pictures in your in I your- usually do carry a brown bag of dolphin fetuses. That's just my <laughs> sexual kink. It's the only way I can come. But um, I happened to bring it to this location because I had that moment planned. I knew exactly how I wanted to phrase it. I knew exactly how I wanted to give him fairly a chance to say yes or no that he believed that was a a human or not. I wasn't trying to trap him, mm-hmm. but I had an exact way to phrase it where I said to him, I showed the I planned to show the photo to the audience and then to him and say, Do you in your heart of hearts believe? And he said yes. And I gave him an out. I said, I, I said, you do, or whatever I said, I give I said, Do you believe in your heart of hearts? This is a human being. And he goes, Without yeah. a doubt. And I go, Without a doubt? <laughs> I gave him a chance. He could have doubted at that moment. He could have like, I think so. I can't tell the photo. Right, right. He goes, yes, absolutely. And this- so I talk about it in my special as well. Um, and a little bit of, of, of the behind the scenes of that. Um, because uh, he is a bad person. Yeah. I just love the stare off to whoever whoever was on yes. set or the producer or cameraman was like, oh, fuck. Yes, yes. <laughs> That'll haunt him forever. And um when I was in Arizona, my now fiance um, didn't understand why I needed to stop on the way to, I had to have the car service drop us off on the way to the set at an office max or office depot or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I got to print this photo. She's like, who cares? It's a whole debate. You've been preparing for two weeks. I'm like, I need mm-hmm. this dolphin photo picture. Trust me. Did anyone have a store? Like 40 stop million be- views across platform. <laughs> and it, it went as big as possible. Did anyone at the store as you, as you were printing it out, did they stop and go, Huh? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they looked a little weird. Thank God. Uh, they knew it was a dolphin. Was not pro sure. life. Yes. They knew for sure. <laughs> Thank God that dude was, was not a Kirk supporter in Phoenix, Arizona. You do never know. Um, but also it was another fun part of that day was it was the greatest, um, debate prep vibe i've ever had um before a serious moment like that because my fiance loves lazy rivers and the hotel they put us up at the arizona grand resort has like some huge lazy river Mm -hmm. around the whole resort it's a water park and so i wanted to i I was studying for weeks i was being you know advised by narrow and planned parenthood unofficially unofficially people that worked there um were giving me advice and uh and I still have more research to do. So we literally were in a lazy river and I was on my phone researching abortion rights and talking points and counterpoints. And she was holding on to my tube from her tube. And just every 10 minutes that she was relaxed and maxed out as could be, I'd be like, babe, do you mind looking up the 13th amendment, 14th amendment? Can you give me the full <laughs> language of that? Hey, look, look up for me r- r- real quick. Dobbs, if you can, with the full language of Dobbs. And she's telling me about abortion details. I'm putting into my brain while little children who were not aborted were floating by. Very, <laughs> very unaborted uh, uh, fetuses inside these tubes that were in the lazy river. Yep. Right my favorite kind of kids are non-aborted kids. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so the, the special is great. And you released two clips on Instagram. And the one actually is what caused me to go, hey, I need to, I need to get a hold of this guy. I love the Charlie Kirk 
15 seconds dolphin fetus abortion video. That is a fantastic piece of content. I got to ask him how he got that piece of content or how he got that video from Charlie Kirk. Now we know. Now we mm-hmm. know that there was another camera in the room. But I want to play first. This is hilarious. The the airplane uh, clip you put on Instagram of your special. Let's play that real quick. How come we can never get the volume of the announcements right on airplanes? <laughs> We've had aviation for decades. No one's told this to the airlines. Always the announcements are far too loud or far too quiet. And the important ones are far too quiet. And the dumb ones are far too loud. The captain of this vessel gets on. He's always like... I'm sorry, did you say engine fire? And then five minutes later, a flight attendant comes on. We're going to be coming down the aisle with the United Mile Blaster card. We're going to give you 50,000 bonus miles. Can you use that speaker for the death announcement? Because I'm sitting here sucking my own and I don't know what's next. So, so, so Ben, clearly uh, you do just a little more than political and social comedy, obviously, um, which I think that's a hilarious clip. Thank you. Um, so tell us about the special, though, because I've watched it. But how long did it take you to work through this material? Because it's a full hour, a whole full hour. How long did it take me to write that stuff? I mean, basically, this is the material that I've been developing since my last special. And it's been some time because of this weird, slow moving business. So uh, my last special dropped in 2016. So it's been about six years in the making of developing this new stuff. And um, it's the best pulled out of multiple hours of stuff I've been touring with in these last handful of years. And I just, you know, talk about a very wide range of things in this special. Like you said, I talk about, I mean, just as like, as a quick rundown of some topics, I talk about um, LGBTQ rights and bathroom protests. I talk about national anthem protests. I do a whole long chunk on religion, on the constitution. I talk about the me too movement. I make fun of, over wokeness i also make fun of um i make fun of girls that are too into mermaids i tell stories about (laughs) ex-girlfriends i the girls that want to be mermaids i talk about um some stories about ex-girlfriends and things they did that were strange weird dates i had weird proclivities of mine fights i've been in therapy stories about me discovering that i had adhd and being in therapy um just our crumbling planet living in a post-truth era bias racism i cover all these different things technology robots taking over and just some weird stories about me and my girlfriend uh being very lazy humans and overeating on the couch we cover it all in this special and so I've been developing the material for a long time and I jam packed in a lot of stuff like not to talk shit about other comedians, but just to talk a little bit of shit. <laughs> Most specials that I watch these days, it's an hour of like very long stories that you might get four stories in an hour. You might laugh three or four times in the whole hour special. If that from some of the greats, even people that are considered the greats. And I hope watching this special, you're going to get like, 30 topics in an hour and four minutes it's more than an hour and i think you're gonna laugh 50 plus times if not 100 times i'm hoping to keep you rolling for an hour plus and this is a different experience i think well it was absolutely hilarious and i love Mm -hmm. that you did walk through all those topics um and you did it so well one of those topics being religion 
and really right now in our country, we have sitting Congress people, a woman in Georgia specifically who claims that she is a self-proclaimed Christian white nationalist or whatever she's saying. I mean, it's it feels like she's saying she's a Nazi. But I want to play a clip here before we get into that too deep. Uh, that also was on Instagram where you talk about uh, God, Jesus, and bumper stickers. Let's listen to this. Yes, indeed. Because people get so hung up on labels. You see everywhere bumper stickers that say, like, Jesus is God. Read the Bible. And whether or not you believe Jesus is God, it's just kind of ridiculous to cite as backup proof the only place that says he's God. That's like saying animals can talk. Watch Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> Oh, that that you know that reminds me almost of the uh, Charlie Kirk slam dunk with the with mm-hmm. the dolphin fetus there. <laughs> uh, when, when, when you're when you're going after people with the bumper sticker, well, it's because because what I try to do, I I I try to create moments that corner people in like in in perfect logic mm-hmm. that you can't disprove. How are you going to disprove that clip? There is no disproof to that. It is right. a perfect analogy. You can believe Jesus is God if you want, and I say in the special, I respect all people. This is a, a special, I think, that is both progressive and crazy as shit. You can be both. It's not a mold that many have figured out, but I've figured it out. You can be extreme and be funny and say crazy things while also not being cruel to people. So people should have whatever religious beliefs they want, whatever gives them comfort, but put an asterisk on it. Like I say in the special, we think we're pretty yeah. sure, but to cite as oh it's this is fact it's in the bible yeah that's the one place that says it that's the book that says it that's like exactly like saying <laughs> animals can talk because of dr doolittle because you watched no, the movie yeah right <laughs> right i don't remember who played him eddie murphy or steve martin one of the two i'm pretty sure but they're not god you understand the point right right well getting very riled up because i am the mad king there's many uh definitions of mad i'm partially wacky and weird i'm also partially very angry i'm also very very sleep deprived i'm on three hours sleep right now i was working on artwork for the special and editing an animated intro for it until 9 a.m this morning oh and wow recovered now my identity even before we started this podcast so I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm very mad in many ways well so let's let's talk about that anger and let's direct it in a, in a way that we can uh, talk about this white christian nationalism because we watch over the weekend um oh. This last weekend, we saw CPAC on the banner, and I think they did it as kind of a joke. But they announced to the entire room, we are all domestic terrorists. And they they had it on the Jumbotron as if it was some kind of dig on liberals or something. And I was like, you're you're now branding yourselves as domestic terrorists. And that's what it feels like when Marjorie Taylor Greene and some of these other politicians are embracing not just their Christianity, right? But they're saying you have to be Christian. It is a Christian nation and you have to do these things and you have to think the way I think or else. And that's that's the way it's starting to feel. Do you get that sense? A hundred percent. I mean, Lauren Boebert went as far as a week or two ago saying that the government is not supposed to dictate how religions operate, which they're not. But religions Mm -hmm. are supposed to dictate how the government operates, which is not at all true. That's a Christian nationalist, a fundamentalist bullshit opinion. It's inaccurate. And it's them openly and overtly saying we only care if you're white Christians. That is it. And Marjorie Taylor Greene saying the same thing. This should be a Christian nationalist nation that it should not be. And you should get the fuck out of this nation if you believe that it is, let alone serve in the halls of power of this nation, let alone being someone that also supported and winked at these insurrectionists very strongly for weeks leading up to it, including the day before, and I think the day of as well. I mean, these are horrible idiots. That clip, 
I'm sure you're referring to partially here uh, at CPAC of Marjorie Taylor Greene in a jail cell, fake right. jail cell, yeah. crouched down praying with Brandon Strzok, mm-hmm. the also insurrectionist who served jail time for it and who I also have destroyed in, in a debate on my YouTube <laughs> uh, where I took on at the same time him and Tommy Lahren and Aaron Elmore in a video on my YouTube page called Ben Glebe systematically destroys Fox news talking points <laughs> where I took all three of them on at once and destroyed them on every single point. And I do play by play commentary in this video, how I destroyed them. And then I bounced off the show and tore off my mic and stormed off at, at once I hit the peak level of their ignorance and racism and cold heartlessness enough these people do not have a place in our government they don't have a place in our country the only people who should go back to where they came from is the people that believe other people should go back to where they came from mm-hmm. people who think that who push that should get back on the fucking mayflower or whatever white bread vehicle <laughs> they came here on and go back <laughs> to their country of origin and stop being these isolationist closed off dickheads that try to make themselves feel better by oppressing others and try to make people uh, try to make excuses for the fact that all of their policies only benefit themselves, the very rich, the very top greediest few. I talk about that in the special too, by making it seem like these culture issues they use to divide us, which are complete non-issues, also talk about that in the special, are completely manufactured controversies that they use to keep us unaware of or unfocused on the fact that they don't have policies that help the average working man. They're against unions. They're against time off. They're against paid maternity leave. They're against better working conditions or against raising the minimum wage. They're against every single thing that would help working people, but they get you real riled up about abortion and about bathrooms and about anthem kneeling, which hurts nobody. And they keep the country divided. So I take all that on the special. I have a brand, I have a video that just dropped the other day on exactly that too, on, on my rebel HQ young Turks videos where I just break down piece by piece, how, how Hannity uh, now says that if you want to, if you're having trouble making ends meet in this country, just work more work 70, 80, 90 hours a week. How about instead pay people a living wage? How does that sound? Right. Well, that, that sounds like logic and it probably goes against my bad. <laughs> you would you would think you'd be like oh that would make more sense if we just did it this way and they i feel like republicans are they really push through the most inefficient ways of doing something and they go well i don't really give a fuck what you guys are doing mm-hmm. as long as i'm able to line my pockets and you know travel how i want to travel and you know be where i want to be without any of these constraints that i want to project onto other people mm-hmm. and they're like oh my life my life is great i'm good to go you know which is exactly what you're talking about these republicans will project their own insecurities their own ego problems everything onto other people to to limit access and limit the rights that they have within their own lives and it's and most of it's not even genuine it's not even mm-hmm. their own insecurities it's it's things they realize are wedge issues they don't care about those things they've all had abortions they've all paid for abortions all of these rich unfaithful right-wing congress people they're mostly horrible hypocrites and 
they just do it for wedge issues and it affects their own life. They don't believe a damn thing that they say. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that brings up a good issue uh, before we we head out here is uh, the hypocrisy. And we, we we it's been a great week for democracy the last few weeks. We the the primary in Kansas where overwhelmingly the people in Kansas said, yep. no, you're not going to take away our fucking rights. That's mm-hmm. not yep. going to be a thing that's going to happen. You can go fuck yourselves, even in a red state like Kansas. Yep. Uh, you also we also watched the the raid of Donald Trump, whatever that may come of that. And then the, the I, oh, I, and I think the best part of the exciting. raid, honestly, if I was a woman, I would have been made very wet by that. <laughs> so so you would have you had we, <laughs> that brings up another character it didn't make uh, me hard because that would have been i would have been a little weird like it wasn't sexual for me so i'm just projecting onto a part of the population <laughs> that i can't relate to but i'm assuming if i was a woman that would have turned me on i don't know you don't know well i mean it happens that way but i get i guess where i was getting at that that the raid more than anything because it's important like what happens mm. and the crimes that he committed but maybe a little hard, probably a little, <laughs> just like a little chub, just, just a little, you know, <laughs> but the thing, the thing that I think is most important is the reaction of the right wing media. That was the most important thing about the raid, not the raid. I mean, the raid is probably yep. important itself, like in history, because it's never happened before. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, in the in the body of, of where we are politically, right and this back and forth, like you're saying, the hypocrisy, and they're full of shit, and they don't actually believe this stuff. It's just the tail wagging the dog type shit. But the actual reaction from the right wing, because they were freaking the fuck out last night and tonight, so much so that Tucker Carlson, uh, Charlie Kirk's older brother, couldn't even appear on his show last night. He had some Wish.com Tucker fill in for him on Fox News, but the reaction (laughs) was so beautiful but really, I think it's so important and it, it, it really speaks to how their back is against the wall, because I actually think that's the biggest fraud that Donald Trump has wrought on our country is that somehow there's this big support for him and Trumpism and all this nonsense. Well, I think there is big support. You don't think there's big support? Well, I actually think that it is a big it is a large number of people, but it's a small percentage of our country. And I think a lot of it is that some people need permission to say, yeah, okay, I don't actually believe in all that stuff. I just say it because it's it's like uh, I say all the time, we're at the intersection of WrestleMania and real life. And a lot of these people have made politics their WrestleMania, right? It's the, it's the Saturday night thing that they do that they pretend. And they go to work and, oh, you got to like this and you got to like that. And Second Amendment and abortion and but they don't really understand the inner workings of what is happening. I, when Roe v. Wade was overturned by Dobbs, I said, soon there are going to be trumped up white dudes that walk into a gas station in a red state looking for condoms. And the clerk's going to go, we don't have fucking condoms. What do you mean you don't have condoms? Well, we don't have condoms because you vote for Republicans and they ban condoms because they don't like for you to do the things that they want to do. Right. And so that realization that, hey, this affects you as much as it affects the the woman that you don't want to have an abortion. Right. I actually believe that there is a large number of these, quote unquote, Trump supporters that aren't actually Trump supporters. It's a go along to get along thing. It's I like the evil villain because he feels good to me to like the evil villain in this moment. And I think I think until we get to a situation where 
we can make the evil ones. I'm talking about the bad ones, the ones that want to commit violence. They want to overturn our government. They want they do not want us to be a democracy because it is a threat to their fascism. Until we get them to crawl back underneath the rock and they do not have permission to do that kind of shit anymore. We're still going to have this trouble in this country where this fraud of Trumpism is is really rotting our country. Right. Now I see what you mean. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I do agree. It's a very small percentage of people that actually understand what they're Mm -hmm. espousing and truly believe that. Absolutely. I think it's a sadly enormous percentage, probably 30 to 40 percent of the country that goes along with it, that has been tricked. They fall in one of three categories. They truly believe it and they're evil people or they are very dumb, very, very, very gullible and have been hypnotized by you can't blame them to some degree by a party and a media ecosystem on the right that has convinced them that everything that is on the other side is against them is fake is false is cheating is taking away their rights is making their life worse is raising their taxes even though it's the exact opposite and the other section are people that are just kind of ne'er-do-wells they're people that are just not great folks that are like oh let me root for the villain, even though it's real life. I mean, to some degree, you can't give them that much slack because, yeah, they might not fully understand it, but they're aware that they're cheering for a president who's acting like a like he's a bad guy in wrestling. They're, you know, he's not Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper up there. He's the president, and right. he's talking about real lives. He had them cheering the other day. I did a video about this Rebel HQ. He goes, y'all know Biden, the deaths under Biden were way worse than my deaths, and they go, woo! I mean, you got a cheer line on a mount of yeah. American deaths being more under one than the other, which is like physically accurate once you account for all the factors that Trump right. fucked up. <laughs> but even if it was accurate, he has you're cheering for American yeah. deaths instead of being like, whoa, I'm leaving this arena right now because this is a pale far too far. And right. so, yes, I don't know how we put it back in. I don't know how we how we we think we need some sort of truth. We need some sort of truth, uh, some uh, some unbiased, bipartisan, of the people truth commission. We need to enforce uh, truth in advertising laws again, truth in broadcasting laws again. We need to make sure we do not allow people to call themselves news that are just blatant propaganda machines mm-hmm. not based on facts. There are things we can do, but until we figure that out, we have to just you know make noise. We have to make it known. We have to mock the people that are trying to execute this. We need to laugh at them. And uh, I think my special is a pretty good way to do some of that. Well, that that's great. Well, cause me and Gabe, me and Gabe are talking about exactly the topic that you're saying is comedy dead is satire mm-hmm. dead is parody dead because these people really make it difficult, right? Man, you know, to, to level up from where they're at to get the satire right. and the parody. Like even the, even the moment at CPAC where you've got, you know, Marjorie Taylor green in a jail cell, like that would totally outside of the fact that people kept tagging me. And they thought that I was the guy in the jail cell doing oh a God. bit. And I was like, that is that is not me. I'm I'm not him. But the the fact that that people were like, oh yeah, Gabe would totally do this in a video, or this would totally be a bit, means they're like, have we jumped the shark here? Like, are we just making like real life making fun of itself? Like, what is the Republican Party is nonstop, you know, 100 percent if they're not. If they're not doing one crazy uh, drinking their piss for COVID, they're doing something else where you'd be like, this would be something you would make fun of. And they're like, nope, this is 100% genuine. And you're like, 
what the fuck is going on? Well, they got to own the libs, you know, that, right, that, yeah. that's a lot of this, right? It's, it's again, it's a wrestling match. You got to get your, your chair on the back thing. But I, I, well, I they're, they're that. very sad that slavery is over. So they feel like they have to own somebody. <laughs> Oh, well, that that is one way of putting it, Ben. I I think I think you're a warrior in this fight. I think the 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 just the videos that you put out, just the simple one of Charlie Kirk owning him and mocking him, like you said, and just exposing him for the fraud that he really is, um, is is a, is moving the needle. And I agree with you. I think we have to continue to do this stuff to move the needle to eventually get shame the ones who are dangerous to crawl back underneath their rock to wake up some of the ones that are just kind of hypnotized by this all, like you said. Mm-hmm. 100%. I couldn't agree more. Thank you guys for doing your part in that fight as well. Tell us one more time. It dropped yesterday, but tell us one more time exactly where to go so I don't fuck it up. Tell us where exactly <laughs> where to go to find your special, your second one-hour special. Tell us exactly where to go. So also easiest way in some ways is just follow me on Instagram or TikTok. I yeah. post five videos a week there, other stand-up videos. Excuse me, crowd work where I make fun of the crowd. Uh, highlights of my Rebel HQ videos and my link in bio on both my Instagram and Twitter. My Instagram Twitter is at Ben Glebe, B-E-N-G-L-E-I-B. The top link will be check out my new hour special, The Mad King. Click that. It'll take you right to it. Or just go on YouTube, Helium Comedy Studios page, search for Ben Glebe, The Mad King, or probably just searching for that without the studios. We'll probably bring it up. Ben Glebe, The Mad King. Watch it. Sit down with some popcorn and some beer or some weed. Or some whatever, maybe hard cocktails, whatever you do. Flavored right. seltzer water, if that's your poison, you know, whatever you need. But uh, get ready for a for a pretty in, in, intense comedy ride, I think. Well, Ben, thank you very much for joining us. And don't be afraid to come back, my friend. We'd love mm-hmm. to talk I would about love politics. It. Uh, Anytime. We love, we love laughing and we love uh, talking politics. And we love, we absolutely love dogging on Charlie Kirk. Mm-hmm. It is one of my favorite pastimes. Yeah. Thank you very much, my friend. You have a good one. Everyone stick around. We will be right back right after this break. We'll be right back. Mark 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels podcast. Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your Pardon Blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardons not guaranteed. Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the show. What a great interview. What a great guest. Hilarious. The comedian Ben Glebe. Go check out his new one-hour comedy special after the show. You're not going to want to miss it. The link is down in the description. Don't forget to go there and see 
Ben Glebe's comedy special. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining us. We're gonna we got a lot of stuff to get to. What a great, great, great interview. Gabe, what did you think of the interview? I, I couldn't help but think it was great. It was great. The, 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 ben Glebe is great. What the 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 story about Charlie Kirk is mm-hmm. I mean the icing on the cake where they went and had like like almost a three hundred hour dinner on Charlie. Oh yeah. Charlie agreed to that. You know it got in his fucking crawl, right? You know oh, that definitely. bothered the shit out of him. I mean, the way the, I I would imagine the fact that like you know they're like, all right, get off the set, go 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 go. They leave, and he's like, well, mm, legally according to the contract, you got to drive me wherever the fuck I want to go before I leave, and also anything that I expense for food, you have to cover it. So I can only imagine him. Paying for the sushi, you know, getting sushi, this expensive meal with his girlfriend, now fiance, and um, and then sending it in. And then somebody like, we got an invoice for like $300 for a meal out here. Uh, After after they kicked him out of the building. After they kicked him out of the building. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, Charlie Kirk's little uh, Turning Points USA headquarters is in Phoenix. Right, mm-hmm. it's in Arizona, and he has like a five story building or some shit. It's not like a little bitty tiny office. No, these people, these people are serious about destroying democracy, they're absolutely serious about it. They do not fuck around. Actually, there's been clips, uh, just in the last day or so going around about Charlie Kirk saying some dumb shit in front of a big audience and then cheering the dumb shit, just like Marjorie Taylor Green. I'm going to show you a clip of Marjorie Taylor Green. Gabe talking, uh, she doesn't understand how windmills and solar panels work, and that batteries don't exist. Well, we're we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Yeah. But these but these people are dead serious about destroying our democracy. They mm-hmm. are serious about it. They don't give a fuck. They don't care what you say. They want to destroy it, and they're hell bent on it. They got a right. five story building, just one organization, Charlie Kirk's organization in Phoenix, Arizona, has a five story building dedicated to tearing down your democracy tearing down your way of life so i mean it makes sense when you have constant constant right turning point usa events i mean there was just one the other day right and that's the one i think that people were posting clips where charlie kirk saying some fascist ass shit on well not only that but then you had you know carrie lake the fake talking about ron DeSantis and trump having big dick energy which (laughs) never thought i would ever Speaking of Arizona, huh? Yeah. Speaking of Arizona. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, let's keep in mind. Let's let's remember that Stormy Daniels said it would look like a fucking toad from Mario. So small, but this little fat why, mushroom head. Why are they obsessed about talking about other people's genitalia? Why are they obsessed with? They are absolutely fucking obsessed. I have never met a person in my life and been like. I wonder what's in their britches. I never, I have never fucking thought that. I've never been to a restroom and and thought, what is the person next to me? What, what kind of genitalia? I never, I just. Well, I mean, those are also the people that are like peeking over, you know, just like uh, who was, who was the representative? What was Minnesota or I forget who was who? who, Oh, you mean a lot? That you mean the foot tapping? Yeah, yeah, the foot tapping. A long time ago. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like that, dude. It's been in the DNA, right? It's something they. You're talking about this is part of the Republican Party. This is yeah, it's not new. America first fascist party. Yeah, they're like, show me your papers, show me your penis. That's what they're doing. Whoa, or your, you know, yeah, right. Yeah, right, 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 right blood coming out of there who knows but they they right. constantly i mean you're right they constantly talk about it. they are obsessed with it it is very weird it's like look you have your own 
whatever makeup you are, you have your own, maybe just focus on that. Right. And not focus on to your own shit. Someone else, right? Like if you but got something, a- if you got a problem, figure that out. Don't worry about someone else's. But Charlie Kirk has a five-story building in Arizona designed to tear down our democracy and ostracize people with he doesn't like their genitalia. Like literally, right. that is his entire aim. And and the the if you go watch, because I put the links down below, you can go to Ben's channel and you mm-hmm. can go watch that whole debate where Charlie Kirk is trying trying to to frame up the abortion debate. It is I mean, just in the way that they frame it up is fucking gross. And it right. just and Ben does a good job in the debate to show you how to counteract some of this stuff. It's a great yeah, yeah. debate to go watch. Um, I, I think it's it's almost a couple of years old, um, but it is a great, great, great interview or a great debate to watch to know when they say some of this dumb shit how to counter them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and and because they're always coming up with new ways, just like they're coming up with new ways to destroy our democracy by right. by by talking about how fourteen FBI agents, invisible right. agents. Well, well, I mean, what, it's what also the fuck is this? What I, the fuck is this? We know it. Well, alive, I mean, but, the but the, the, you have to remember, though, it's not I mean, like they may be coming up with new kind of uh, tactics, but it's the same right. old thing. Right. Like, again, I've said it before on the show. Fascists are boring. Right. They they are not creative. They will reuse the same tactic they used years and years and years before it and years before that one and years before that one like every time it cycles through they do the same thing they try to restrict this limit that say you can't do this the only modifications are like what happens you know what is what is happening in that current time so them saying like oh 14 agents came into my office and tried to whistle blow on the conduct of the doj what What are they blowing what well Right. Well, you know, whistle as a coach, as a coach for right. wrestling, he should know all about blowing whistles. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's nothing new. It's the same tactic of like, let me disparage or talk uh, poorly against uh, the actual pro democracy, pro justice uh, department. Because if they're not around, right, if we defund the FBI, if we don't have the DOJ, then they can't come after them or their party. And the things they're trying to accomplish in a fascist regime. So that's, I mean, that's the, that's the kind of this simplistic way of looking at it, right? It's not well, new, but it's just them think, saying new things. Don't you think this new Jim Jordan thing this morning about 14 FBI agents is because he's thinking he's like, okay, how many, because he said it on Fox News. Right. You got to remember that. But he part. also, in that same clip, he also blasted big media while also being on Fox News. Right. Right. Well, but here's the thing. So it's Jim Jordan. So yeah. you know right away that it's likely to be a lie. It's on he's on Fox News. So mm-hmm. it even is more leaning into that it's a lie. But then you have to really think about why he said 14. Where did he get that number? Because here's what I think. He's like, how many do they think could possibly be fascist in the FBI? How many cult members will they believe that is mm-hmm. in the FBI? And that's where he came at 14. He's like, eh, maybe 19. I'm surprised he didn't say 17. 12 is probably not enough. That might be. Yeah. That might be. Well, you know, they might, they might be doing their, um, Demetria or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, 14 or what, what, what is 14 in Demetria? I don't know. I'm sure over on the dark web. I don't know. They're all plus five minus one minus four plus six. You know, it's right. Who knows? Who knows what it could be? Who knows what it could be? But let's get to the bottom of it. Let's do this. Let's surf the Tweety Tweets and Trendy Trends. We got a lot of video to get to. Mm -hmm. Let's start the countdown. 
welcome, welcome back to the show. You have reached the part where we round up all the Tweety Tweets and Journey Trends in the shit list mm-hmm. roundup. Boy, do we have a lot of clips on roundup mm-hmm. this morning. Let's get right to it. Let's not waste a lot of time here. Uh, I'm telling you, this uh, Marjorie Taylor Green clip, or there's a new one out. Here's here's another one. I don't. There's know another the one since this weekend. Well, this is some kind of fucking Nazi rally or something. Republican women. Why do they women, have so many of these things? Why do they have so many of these things? For I don't know. Forsyth Republican women of Forsyth County, yeah. like Forsyth, spelled with a Y, seems weird, but all right. You know, no judgment on the the founders of that county, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. They always have them, right? Every weekend, they've got five simultaneous events, rallies, conventions. You know, whatever it might be, they're. Ju- I mean, they they're just trying to take as much money as they can and rile up as many people as they can. You know, two birds, one stone. That's what they're trying to do. I mean, even though they're having multiple ones at the same time that are all running in parallel, they're accomplishing the same thing, which is like you know, we can get somebody that's outraged, whether it's you know, some part of the country. It's not isolated to just one event or one every six months or one every twelve months. They're having them like. Every weekend, every week, they're just rolling through to make sure that that outrage with that party for something they don't really understand continues to go through into the midterms. Well, right, because they have they that this is what they've always been good at is to keep the outrage. And that's why we broadcast every single weekday, two hours, every single weekday, Monday through Friday on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch and simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page. We have to get the message out. We have mm-hmm. to get the pro-democracy speech out. And the reason why is because we have to have strategic outrage to counterbalance this nonsense. Listen, listen to what she says. She she wants them to commit crimes here. Watch. Have hope, fight, support people like Representative Green. Get out and vote with you and your 20 closest friends and neighbors. And yeah. Okay, so they're saying get out and vote. Hey, this sounds like democracy, Gabe. This yeah. sounds like democracy. With 20, interesting specific number, right. but okay. Right, but, but but wait for it. Wait for it. Member and, and 40, vote one, two, three times, whatever. <laughs> whatever the law will allow you to do. What, what, what was it? What was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just go back. Yeah, it, uh, In November and, and 40, vote one, two, three times, whatever. <laughs> Whatever the law allow you to do. Oh, so they're promoting voter fraud. <laughs> yeah, well, of course they are. Got I mean, it. Well, I mean, of course. And she laughs it off. She goes, ha, ha, I'm just kidding. But the people <laughs> don't see the laughing, the jokes, or they take it seriously. They're like, great, okay, I'll vote. I'll vote one, two, three, four, five times, whatever. Right, right. Well, they do. That's, I mean, we've watched as the only fraud that they've ever found is Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be isolated in Trump areas like the villages down in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's continue to listen here to see how they play off her promoting voter fraud. Georgia's almost anything. So <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. Thank you so much for being it's here. Really a, get the fuck out of here. She's like, Jesus Christ, what are you what's always wrong with you? Yes. Thank, you? thank you. She's like, What's wrong with you? Why why are you why are you saying commit voter fraud here what the hell is wrong with you i, I uh, it's craziness that why <laughs> <sighs> folks listen the reason why i show these things is because without seeing them you wouldn't know this shit happens and right. it is super important that you're seeing this stuff it is super important just the same way as you need to know exactly how they're stealing our government she's saying out loud hey just go vote one two three four times who cares Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
Um, there was a video that popped up um, this morning. Actually, you mm. know what? Let me, um, you know, I think I think I'll put the uh, the other version. Now nah, let's play uh, this. Right. I like this. Oh. I like this version. I All like right. this version. So there was there was a a a, a, a fraud social post mm-hmm. from Donald Trump, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know. Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's. There were one of, of many this weekend. A lot of them. many since Friday. <laughs> since since that search warrant was released, there have been a lot of posts on uh, on fraud social, as you said. Well, it's it it it's getting kind of ridiculous. And mm-hmm. there was one specifically where he said copy copy this truth or something like that as if it was some sort oh, of official yeah, yeah, statement. Yeah, yeah. He, he he still thinks he's the president of the United States and he still thinks that anything he posts is declared as right. some like uh, like the Michael Scott moment. I declare bankruptcy like it's I, the same. Thing. I was not aware I was also not aware that you could just say in the copy of this tweet like or by the copy of this tweet like him declaring that that the FBI would say, oh, you know what, guys, what are we doing? I don't even know why other communications we've been even trying those. The one that we should really be focusing on is true social. Fuck the facts. Forget the phone lines. Don't even look at the emails. We need to be directly getting our information from Trump on true social because if he, that's the only place we can go. Well, this is one of the, the posts on fraud social that I thought mm-hmm. was – a little weird. He says, this is him, and, and, and I'm quoting here, but I'm not using air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, just received the strongest poll numbers I have ever gotten, which is probably a fucking lie. He said it. Yeah. And the largest amount of can- campaign contributions from the people. He put air quotes around people. Okay. Yeah. Now, he when you do quotes like this, air quotes around a word, what does it normally mean? Like, what do you normally take that as? Like, it's not that thing. Right. Like, it's so, inferring like it's like, oh, I don't really mean it that way. Right. right. Like, from the peasants, not the right, people. Right, right. Like, that's right, what right, he's yeah, kind of, yeah. it's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah, and he yeah. Goes, he goes on to say, the public gets the scam, which I think the scam is either the big lie or the Mar-a-Lago thing. I'm not sure what which yeah, scam yeah. he's talking about here, but he puts quotes around scam, which means it's actually not a scam if you go by when you're doing air right. quotes. Yeah. And he continues to say, but this time much earlier than all of the others, which is really hard to read. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. It here. is a poorly written sentence. You know, like the, <laughs> is it a sentence? The is public it? gets the quote unquote scam. So they're in, they're in on it. They understand it. Right. So they understand that I'm fucking with them. Like I don't this time I, right. much earlier than all of the others. So I think he's saying now that the scam is, you know, Joe Biden, the administration, their socialist regime, right. blah, 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 that shit. But he's saying like right now they've caught on to the scam, which is like they're attacking me. They're they're catching on earlier than they were before. Right. But this is all projection and the yeah, air yeah, quote yeah, thing. Yeah. But it, it reminded me. Uh, my wife is a big fan of Friends. And it reminded mm-hmm. me of the scene in Friends when Joey and Ross have the back and forth about the air quotes. Mm-hmm. So you put together a little video here. Let's let's take a look at how Joey responds to this this truth social post. 
I don't really know what that means. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not using it right, Joe. <laughs> so there you have it. Um, Joey and Ross explaining to us the fraud social post mm-hmm. that Donald Trump. But, you know, the thing is, is he had a lot more um, post over yeah. O- over the, yeah, over the weekend. More. Right. But the one that everyone really was focused on was this one where he said, like what we said before, that the copy of the of the truth or something like this. Yeah, Let, yeah. By the copy, by the copy yeah, of, let's this, bring this, uh, up of this of this truth. Obviously, you know, it's like his way of saying by the copy of the tweet. You know? I guess so. I think he's saying it's an official message from the president. Yeah. This one's something. not the one, though. This is just one of them. This is one. Isn't this the one? No, well, is this is this is your response to this. Right, 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 right. Yeah. This is your response. You said. Oh, that's Don- right. By, yeah. Donald Trump is now respectfully. <laughs> yeah, in quotes. <laughs> right. Uh, requesting that government uh, documents be returned to him. Uh, too bad, so sad. Guess he shouldn't have stolen, hid, or lied about the documents when the government respectfully requested them multiple times. Here is the uh, the actual fraud social post. Let me take down the, uh, the banner here uh, for a second and so we can see the whole thing. He says, oh, great. I don't like, oh, no, is yeah, what I like, take. Oh, it. shucks. Right. <laughs> it has just been learned. He just learned it. He that someone taught him this thing that he learned. He learned real good mm-hmm. that the FBI, in its now famous raid of Mar-a-Lago, what's famous because you're a criminal. Yeah, like, but also let's not let's not forget that he made it. He made it front news stuff because he released a new he released a newsletter or his like announcement right. FBI didn't come storming through the doors. They were all dressed up in civilian clothes and then they went and did their thing. But the only reason that everyone knows about it and the only reason that it was became like top story news was because Trump made it. He he got out there. He posted he posted a fucking long ass uh, response, which is which was done after he watched it live happen on on uh to mar-a-lago from you know from new york he watched it on on footage. right on their on their closed uh, their closed right, right, right. TV, their so, security yeah. cameras but here's the thing is what you're saying is if donald trump would not have said anything we actually wouldn't have received a copy of the warrant we wouldn't have received the receipt to know yep. what the documents are he is always a hundred percent always his worst fucking enemy like yep. If he just would have said, okay, let's keep this quiet. Let's not talk about this thing. Let's see where this goes. Then maybe, just maybe, it wouldn't be such a big deal. But he continues to say here, took boxes of privileged, quote, attorney-client material. I don't know why he's quoting, again, he uses the quotes really. So then know. it's not really attorney. I don't material. know. Right. But that's what he, I, again, if he's using air quotes, then it's, I don't know. Right. And then he says, and also executive again. With so it's quotes, not executive. Right. Then. Right. Privileged material, which they knowingly should not have taken. Here's the thing. They had a warrant, right? Mm-hmm. They had a warrant 
And when you go in to serve a warrant in the raid that he's saying, when you raid a police, whether it's a search warrant or a raid, yeah, yeah. when they go in and they find evidence of other crimes, they can take that stuff too. Like yeah. he is just waking up this morning. I, I, I think this was Saturday or Sunday. He posted this. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he just woke up and realized, Oh God, oh, no. they took other evidence of other crimes that have nothing to do with the other right. documents. There was a complete face palm where he was like, oh, no. You know, and Melania's like, good. <laughs> He's like, I hope, I hope they folded my panties and put them back <laughs> in the drawer. No, I, I mean... He's always telling on himself because he keeps talking about Melania's closet and the safe. And I bet we're going to find out that there's crimes, evidence mm-hmm. of crimes in the safe, and there's evidence of crimes that he hid in her closet. Right. I will bet money on that. Yeah. Um, well, he's brought it up two or three times now in these messages on True Social. So it's like, why do you keep fixating right. on the safe? And also, why do you keep fixating on her fucking closet? Like, okay, let's just get it out in the open here. When a when a a law enforcement agency comes through and they start searching your place. They're not going to fold your shit back up and put it back in the drawer. And they're going to fucking take it out, dump it on the ground, go throughout and be like, great, nothing here. Cool. Move that off to the side. Next drawer, move off to the side. They're not going to then clean up and be like, Oh shit, which drawer were the socks in? Oh, right. I was in the bottom drawer. Right. No, they're not going to do that. No. They're not, they're not fucking cleaners. They're well, not the people that are going to go through and make sure, Oh, we got to tidy up. And as if we were never here. No, but they Gabe, gave you the he went warrants. from he went from saying her closet, and then he started using the plural form of it. Yeah, he said. He yeah, and then he moved the to closets. Closets. So she has more than one, which I can imagine that Melania Trump would have probably more than one closet. Yeah, but here's the thing: many, many rooms there. If you really try to get, you know, and, and it is kind of gross and it's kind of hard to do. But if you get inside the brain of this fucking toddler, mm-hmm. this this man baby. He would ima- I would imagine he would think if I have this evidence of crimes, I could just put it in her closet. That way it's not mine. It's hers. It's now in her closet. So yeah. they can't even <laughs> if they come in to get it, they can't go in her closet to get it because it's hid behind her bras. I don't understand how we didn't know that, like when someone gets a search one, that they can search the entirety right. of the, the rest. But also the fact that he might believe that if he puts something in her closet, he goes, well, She's taking the blame. That's not right. how it works. I didn't have it. I didn't. Yeah. She had it. Uh, she I didn't. Had it. it was. Was it on your residence? Got right. it. Okay. Just because it was in the closet doesn't infer that she was the person. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she was involved, but I doubt it. But the fact that he's like, oh, if I hide it over there, one, they'll never find it, right. and two, I won't take the blame. Like that's the logic that the stable genius known as Donald Trump has when it comes to committing crimes. And or I guess also projecting and then admitting to the crime and then saying, well, I didn't do a crime. You guys are talking about the crime. It's like no one brought up the crime until you right. said it. No one brought up Melania's closets until he brought it up. Closets. Yeah. No, again, no one would have ever known. No, not or about the safe either. The craziest part to me is is that he knows he has security cameras like everyone claims. And I call him the Cheeto dust mobster. Now right. I'm making fun of him mm-hmm. because everyone claims he's like a mobster. Gabe. If he's like a mobster, he's like the world's fucking oh. worst mobster. Awful. The world's worst mobster. Like, this is beyond parody and satire of what a mob boss would actually do. Mm-hmm. Would record themselves moving around boxes of, of evidence of crimes. Like, why right. would they record? Like, oh, yeah. Hey, hey, Johnny, turn on the turn on the uh, the camera there as we get this body out of the trunk. 
and right. we show where we're going to bury it. Like, no, that's like not also, yeah, like they also uh, did not you know, uh, delete the footage for the sur- with the surveillance footage that they had at Mar-a-Lago, which means that then they were, you know, then the FBI was like, great, we now have got it. That's our video. Now. We have you on 4K. I can't wait to see this video. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Do you think they have audio on it, too? Or is it just the video? Mm, No, probably just video, if I'd imagine. But That's even better, because then there can be, like, a narration. Right. I just want to see, like, on one... Like, I was joking with you this weekend. It reminds me of, like, those babysitter 80s movies where, like, the parents are on their way back home. Like, it's almost like Ferris Bueller, where, like, the parents are on their way back home, and Ferris Bueller or whoever else in like these 80s style movies are like running to make it back or like cleaning up after a party and right as the parents walk in they like sweep the final like beer underneath right. the piano or something like they were hiding the box yeah yeah everything. and they're like oh hey 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 mom hey dad w- w- what's going on right they're That's hiding the dead I body right yeah they're hiding the dead body behind behind uh, melania's underwear drawer right, right? exactly right. so in this case like <laughs> the the you know the the feds are like all right great we have everything and the lawyers are like yep you got everything Meanwhile, these guys are like waiting on the side with probably boxes. on camera, like box, like, oh shit. Oh, you can shit, even oh, see shit. someone like out on the balcony, like, yeah, right. Yeah, like she's like the- up against the balcony, like in some weird ass position, like on the <laughs> ceiling, like pushing the box against the wall. Oh my God. That's how I imagine this was going down. Oh. Like, it's ridiculous. It is funny. It is also very, very sad that this is the reality we live in where we have this unprecedented moment where a former president was stealing top secret classified documents and was like unclassified. It's like, doesn't work that way, man. It does not. It does not. Also, why would you need this stuff that only people can see in a very, very secure location? Well, here's the thing, because he is dictating here. He is declaring by, here's what he says in this post, by copy of this truth, he yells truth. Yeah. I guess that's to signify that it's, it's It's not a fraud. It's real. He should yeah, put yeah. quote he truth. Should, yeah, yeah, truth. Yeah. He should have put quotes mm-hmm. around it. Um, he says, I respectfully request that these documents be immediately returned to the location from which they came. Thank you. I don't understand why. Well, here's the thing. The the one thing I didn't point out was from which they came is the government. Right. <laughs> right. I like, formally request that you return them came. back to where they came from. Okay, great. We did. We took them from you because that's not where it came from and took right. it back to the government, which is where it came from. It's like a little kid taking a cookie out of a cookie jar and, and the parent have to go, you already had four cookies and you're about to puke. Right. You have to give me this cookie and mm-hmm. we're going to put it back in the cookie jar. And, and once it goes back in the cookie jar, it's like, give me my cookie back. I want it back where it came from. Like that's exactly yeah. where it came from. Um, now you have these Republicans trying to defend Donald Trump. Yep. And I thought this was one of the greatest clips over the weekend. We watched Mike Turner, who is the ranking Republican member of the intelligence committee, which we didn't know who this motherfucker was really until mm-hmm. he came out this last week and gave his, his little, his little treason espionage. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, we didn't know a lot of these people conference. either. That's what I was saying last week. I was like, some of the people I've never even heard of, but they right. made themselves known on a national stage because they decided to say Donald Trump was well within his right to take these documents and go to Florida with them. 
Well, let's see what let's see what Mike Turner says about taking these documents home. Well, listen to this. This is fantastic. Bipartisan calls for do that. Mm -hmm. Put the materials in a room. Let us see them. And then we can tell you what our answer is and and what our discernment is. Number one, I don't want any Republicans looking at classified documents at this point. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm dead serious. This is ridiculous that we have to continue this nonsense where these people are serious about government, serious about national security, especially the shit they've said over the last week. But listen, listen, when she asked him about if he would take what he would do with these type right. of documents of whether or not this is a true national security threat or whether or not this is an abuse of discretion by Attorney General Garland. Do you take home documents marked special access? <laughs> No. <laughs> I like how I was like, I no, of course not. No, why would I do that? That, that is so That dumb. is illegal. That is yeah, illegal. Uh, you're breaking the law. Right. No, I right. would never I would do go that. to federal prison. I would never I understand do that. my position. I would not do that. <laughs> no. And and what's funny is he's trying to feed her a line of bullshit, right? And yeah. she gives no fucks. No fucks what he just said. Right. She knows she knows the truth. The truth is you know, you know what happened here is a crime. And you wouldn't do it even yourself because you mm-hmm. know that for a fact. And yet you still sit here and try to gaslight. Right. And, and you know, at CNN, she did a good job. And I'm going to finish the clip here because she continues to press him. But they still need to say, then why are you lying? Like, that should mm-hmm. be the follow up. That's the right. follow up question. Then why are you gaslighting my audience? And yet you're casting doubt. And, you know, quite frankly, you know, I've, been, not... I've, I've been Sorry, in the Oval on. Office See? Um, with Just the president. Gives up on I'd, I'd mm-hmm. be very surprised if he has actual documents that rise to the level of immediate national security threat. Well, the documents, just to be clear, several sets, and you're aware of that because you've seen the property receipt. You're casting doubt. You want information. You don't actually have that information on which to base that conclusion. Again, she's being very nice here. Yeah, Way yeah. too fucking nice. She should say, stop. Why are you lying? Stop lying. You're lying and gaslighting my audience. You're not what you're doing. What you're doing is all bullshit. You know that you can't take these documents home. You know that any other person on earth couldn't take these documents home. What makes you think Donald Trump is any kind of special person that he could remove these documents? You're gaslighting and lying to that's what she should say. She's being way too nice here. I mean, I appreciate that she asked the question and caught him in his own fucking bullshit, but she did not point that out and she didn't hammer him with it and pin it to him on his chest that I'm full of fucking shit. That's what these, that's what the media needs to start doing is pin these people as full of fucking shit. Not this. Oh, well, that's your opinion. I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck what your opinion is. I don't care what you say you believe. It's all bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. It's lies and it's gaslighting. Stop. So let's, let's finish because the ending here at this point, but you yourself would not take home documents that are marked special access. You would not take home this sensitive compartmented information. yeah he totally breezes over it and again it's because she really doesn't hold him to account and i appreciate that she's trying to i really do but you're not doing the full work of getting him to really admit that he's full of shit and that you're lying and even if you got to go back and forth and he never admits it he's still a fucking liar yeah still a fucking liar Um, but she asked i mean she she asked the question that everyone should be asking incessantly right. you keep asking which is would you do this no got it why are you saying that he can do it 
And those are the only two questions that really matter here. Like you're saying, like there should be a follow-up. Obviously she, she didn't, you know, allow for it. But in these moments that you look at this, it's like simple question, very straightforward. Would you do this? No. Okay. Then why are you telling other people that Trump can do this? And also the fact that he's trying, he's like, oh, well, I don't really think it's that classified. If you have the DOJ and the FBI saying there are documents in here, one, that even the FBI did not know existed because only a certain group of people know of their existence, That's that should be telling right there. But then two, the, it's like, oh, they planted the evidence. They wouldn't even know what to fucking plant because only so many people know about it. And the only people that do know about it can see it in a skiff or someone that's protected or secure or private. Well, I, I, this is, this is crazy that we can't agree that the media needs to handle these people in a certain way. Like Mike Turner. She knew exactly what Mike Turner was going to say. She mm -hmm. knew exactly that she, he was going to gaslight on CNN. She watched the press conference. She watched, she watched as he justified in front of a microphone that that Donald Trump can do whatever he wants whenever he wants because he's Donald Trump. She knew that was going to be his angle and mm -hmm. she and she did. She asked the question. She got him on the record of not really responding. I mean, he said no, I wouldn't do that. But yeah. I mean, he wouldn't say why he wouldn't do it. She didn't follow up why why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you take these documents? Why is it so egregious for someone like you to take it but not someone like him? Mm -hmm. The follow up is important here and the pressure on these fascists is important. And the reason why is cuz we're getting fucking dumber by the minute. Dumber by the minute. And here is yep. proof. Here are people cheering cheering Marjorie Taylor Greene as she gaslights these people in this room about batteries, that there's no such things as batteries and lights. And I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. But listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and we're all here in Georgia. Can we just say thank God for air conditioning? <laughs> I'm agreeing with with air conditioning. Yeah, air conditioning I high. wish I I only have a window unit, so it right. gets fucking hot in L.A. Right, it, you know, central air is a real a, a really nice a nice yeah. luxury. I like air conditioning. I like mm -hmm. it. Let's see where she's going with this. Talk about refrigerators. I personally like my refrigerator. I like to keep my beverages cold too, and yeah, my yeah. And like you know my my lunch meat. I keep it in uh -huh. cheese. Yeah, I got a freezer too. Right, the vegetable. Right, well, you know, sometimes you got to freeze these things. Sometimes yeah, you got to yeah, freeze yeah. these things. So I'm, I'm, I'm all in here. Yeah. I don't know what what the problem is. Two for two. Right. Let's listen. I know you all like yours. What about washing machines and dryers? Gabe, I use washing machines and dryers to to wash our clothes. Uh huh. Yeah, I, yeah. That's what we use. It, yeah. it, it and they run off electric. Mm -hmm. I don't know where she's going with this, but let's see how stupid it gets lord please god don't make me scrub clothes in a bucket and have to hang them out on the line when we switch over to wind turbines and solar panels what did she just say did she just say we're gonna have to hand wash clothes when we switch to wind turbines and solar what the fuck is she talking about does she think does she think if we switch to renewable energy that that energy can't be stored and and distributed like energy is stored and distributed now does she it's like 
god. Okay, okay, um, okay. Wait, let me. Let, I'm just. I'm just trying to like. I'm just trying to put my MTG cap on and think like her. Okay, so. Well, thinking is the problem here. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I've got to. I've got to <laughs> remove some elements of my brain for a moment. Uh, okay, so she's saying that everything else works normally. You have electricity, and they provide power to these different devices, right? Correct. AC, refrigerator, washer, dryer. We all agree. Listening, watching, we agree these are great luxuries to have. Right. So now she says, okay, well, if water and solar renewable energy is involved, then you you don't. You, d- it's it. Well, you don't get electricity. Well, Texas because- Paul, Texas Paul brings up something here in the ch- chat. He says, "Guys, she is talking about the GOP plan for women if they win the midterms, where they're where they're washing clothes yeah. in a bucket." But that's that doesn't make any. Well, hold on. But Marjorie Taylor Greene said that men were the superior right. gender, right? Which also goes against the whole fact of like if they, if she really believes in a superior gender and men are better than women, then why is she as a woman in office? Just I, using her logic, I, I don't know. Just using her logic, but again, know. you think so this she, person has logic? I'm I'm trying to I'm trying, I'm trying to remove to... any any sanity <laughs> any barriers, from my brain right now to barriers. make sense of what she said. But she's saying that like she enjoys these luxuries: washing, drying, refrigerator, AC. Mm-hmm. Those use electricity, right? But in her mind, renewable energy doesn't create electricity. So then the whole world would go without power. And then she would need I, to use one of those metal wood I uh, ribbed slats to wash. Does she the understand that wind turbines and solar panels create electricity? Does she even understand that? I don't think she does. Cause listen to it gets dumber. You think, oh, there's no way this can get. Oh, it gets. No, well, dumber, I mean, yeah, baby. okay. It gets dumber, baby. It gets way dumber. Let's listen. I'm gonna be really pissed off about that. <laughs> I mean, how absurd is this? I like the lights on. I want to stay up later at night. I don't want to have to go to bed when the sun sets. It's so silly. I, I mean, all of this is absolutely insane. Oh my god! So these does she are- does she think? Okay. Does she think that if the sun goes down, the solar panels don't work? Well, she she also thinks. Well, Gabe, these people have no clue, and they have not been clued yeah. in on a battery. Maybe what they should do is charge their phone, charge the battery on their phone, and just Google or DuckDuckGo, whichever yeah, is yeah, on which the phone, right, right, right. and just once their battery is charged and it has electricity inside the phone and it's stored in there, mm-hmm. maybe what they should do is just look up. Like how to store electricity from, I don't know, wind turbines and solar panels. Here's the frightening thing. She knows this. She knows this is all bullshit. She knows this is bullshit. Just like Jewish space lasers are bullshit. I don't know, though. Are you sure? Like, part of me wants to be like, yeah, she doesn't know. Or like, rather, she she knows it's not true. Right, what she's saying. She I mean, knows what she's know saying Jewish is a lot. Space lasers are real. But then but at the same doesn't. time, yeah, I look at this and I say... Ah, uh, she did talk about Jewish space lasers or mm. lasers owned by Jewish people, right? Like yeah. either way you look at it, she's probably also someone that was pushing bamboo ballots and Italian satellites, pushing data down to to Dominion software uh, voting machines. Like I don't know if the mm, the things are really clicking up there, you know. So like you know, part of me wants to say, oh yeah, you know what? I'll give her the, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, and she really doesn't believe this. She understands how electricity works. And she knows that renewable energy 
is is something that works. But then there's another part of me that's like, Duh! but does she? Well, I mean, some are saying in the chat that she's not pretending she's really that dumb. But the thing that frightens me the most is that people are cheering for this. Like, why are you cheering? Like, what? Right. What? On that's earth the same people that cheer for? when they're like, we had a million, or you know, we had like right. way less deaths, right? Yay! And it's like, yeah, like Ben was dying again. Yay! Any Yay! number Cheering over deaths. one or any number over zero is not something to applause for. It's fucking nuts. Well, you know, and again, there's more of this insanity over the weekend. Fox News, um, some some fucking st- stupid ass you know, trader show on Fox news. They're talking about the espionage act and they're talking about uh, Donald Trump being a traitor. Well, trying to, they're trying to get, right. and really it's hilarious to watch these people run face first into the point, like mm-hmm. face mm-hmm. first into it and still walk away with their heads straight up their asses. Like how, how aren't you hearing yourselves even like you're talking amongst yourselves you're saying things out loud. They're saying to you, you're, you're, and, and they come away with the evidence in front of them with a completely different conclusion than the evidence. Watch this clip. It is fucking baffling to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, that sounds like it covers everything, right? And the Warren covers everything. So we got everything covered. Um, they are not going to prosecute him on the espionage act. And I, that may be true. That may be true, but they're definitely going to prosecute him for something. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would imagine the espionage. I mean, dude, they've got, there are four million. jurisdictions. We got New York, Georgia, right? DC, uh, and Florida, right? So well, you got four, he's also in the fuck jurisdiction. He's completely fucked. Right. Yeah. No, he is complete. Like he, completely dude, fucked. he, you know, he fucked around and now he's really finding out. Right. Now it's one of these four are going to get him. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised if this shit is mentioned during the January 6th hearings when they come back in September. Well, I think that's just what as triggered a go this. fuck yourself. I think that's what triggered us. But Andrew McCarthy here, who is a former assistant U.S. attorney, he actually he actually says this. He actually says what we're saying in so many words. Watch. I would again point out that there were three statutes that are cited in the warrant. Two of them have nothing to do with classified information. It's it's just government record. Right. So. I think the objective here was to gather as much information as they could. They used I'm not when I say pretextual, I'm not saying that they lied to get the warrant, but the they had the excuse of going in to get the classified mm-hmm. information. So they exploited it to get everything exactly. so but, to get everything. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying here is exactly what a lot of people have been saying that, hey, even if they had the reasonable uh, uh, the ability, the probable cause to search and the federal judge gave them the search warrant, they went in and got this stuff. If they saw other crimes when they're there, they have the ability to prosecute for those crimes. That's what Trump's been yelling and screaming about with these other. Oh, they took information that has to do with other crimes, not with the warrant. They can't take that. They can't take that evidence of crimes. But this guy's saying that same thing. But watch Watch the response here. It's baffling. They went in and they found something else uh, that they deemed to be in the commission of another crime. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily with respect to these documents. They could take it. They could use their judgment at that point. Right. The law, the law says that. So, for example, if the agents go in and they are looking for crime A and they see obvious evidence of crime B, if I go in on a, dr- a gun case and I see a pile of narcotics on the table, I can take the narcotics and not right. required to turn a blind eye to it. But here... They had a warrant that told them they could take everything. And it's not tied to particular crimes. And it's certainly not tied 
only to classified crimes. Right. So I, I don't see this ever resulting in a classified information indictment. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to make a fraud on the government or obstruction of Congress case on Trump in connection with January 6th. And they're hoping they hit a There's home a run fishing expedition. OK, so and let me back it up just a minute. Mm-hmm. Listen to what she says in the end, because this is important. All that stuff he just said. All of it. He just said the evidence that we watched the last week of Donald Trump freaking the fuck out. All the stuff he said, the shit we see in the goddamn inventory Mm -hmm. that they made when they left with the shit, with the fucking evidence of crimes. Listen to what she says. Catch it. Catch it here. With January 6th and they're hoping they hit a home run. It's a fishing expedition. It's a fishing expedition. All this talk, they're talking to themselves. They're having this banter back and forth. They're running face first into Mm -hmm. the fucking truth. And she's like, man, it's a fishing expedition. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Like, like, like catfish trout. What are you talking (laughs) about? You fucking boneheads. It's not a fishing expedition. This guy's telling you, Hey, they had a reasonable cause to go in there. And if they find other crimes, they're going to charge them with those crimes, not the document crimes, which I actually disagree with him. I think the department of justice is going to pile on as much shit as they possibly can on this motherfucker. At this point, they're like, fuck this. We're just going to bury this guy in charges and indictments. And and one will stick. One will catch this motherfucker in the face. And, and and even here on Fox News, even with their audience hearing the truth, they still can't help but gaslight him. Here's the end. And it proves his argument that it's him against a system that's after him and that this was political. No, that's the exact opposite of what everyone just said. Like the exact opposite. The exact opposite of what was just said is what you're saying. They, I mean, well, they don't want to. They don't want to listen. They they have they. What they're looking for is confirmation bias, right? They have their own idea of what went down and the unfair treatment that Donald Trump went through by having his home raided. Now, he will use the quotes raided because it wasn't actually raided. You know, like just a lesson for Donald Trump, how to use quotes here. It was a legal search that was done. It wasn't raided or anything. Your door was not fucking broken down. They didn't fucking come ramming through with guns blazing, coming in a helicopter, doing all this crazy shit. They literally came in in civilian clothes, had a search warrant that was signed by a Republican judge. And they were like, yeah, we can't say no to this. They, you, you, have, you, have complete, uh, you, have a, you have a complete case here to, to justify why you would you would enter right there is an illegal crime there is a crime being committed somewhere within this shit and you guys have an evidence of 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 that kind of playing out and before it gets worse you need to act now so yeah i will sign off on this thing now this is one of his lawyers i'm not sure which one he's convinced uh this one is that he's convinced to be his lawyer that's probably going to go to prison herself or lose their law license i mean her and christina bob i hope they right. both go no shit but but here she's on Tra- trader tv news network talking about the and she's at betminster you can see betminster new jersey yeah, yeah. So she's she's near trump somewhere mm-hmm. um but here she's talking about the the search warrant what we're dealing with here it's I say it a hundred times. If he's not leading in the polls, I've sat across from him every time he gets frustrated. I say to him, Mr. President, if you would like me to resolve all your litigation, you should announce that you are not running for office and all of this will stop. That's what Uh, they want. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. 
No, there's no, absolutely no, no truth. To there that. is uh, zero, zero truth to truth that. To that. <laughs> what the idea what that the you would fuck? say, like, as a lawyer, now there's some background I'll give to her in a moment, but Alina here somehow. I mean, well, then again, Rudy Giuliani had a bar, like you know, a, a law like the license to be a lawyer in the state of New York as well. So I don't know if maybe it's a New York thing or what, but. The fact that she goes, look, these things will go away. They'll stop attacking you. The charges will be dropped if you don't run. That's not how that works. You commit a crime. You still committed a crime. They're still going to come after you for the fucking crime. It's not because, oh, Donald Trump's running, so we should just throw stuff at him and see what, what comes out of it. Like, they didn't just make up that documents were in, in Mar-a-Lago. They didn't just make up that they requested multiple times and they didn't do anything. Also, she went to Harvard. Like, what the fuck, man? She went to Harvard? Yeah. Another it, person, it, she well, went to... She I, got I'm her, not... She got I, her, I don't want to offend any lawyers or attorneys out there. I know several. I get well, But there are people that went to Harvard that are giving Harvard... You know, you got... Uh, but here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, but it can't be that hard to pass a bar. Can it? Can it? I need to I ask know. a lawyer this. I need to get Pope That's what I on here know. Karen on here. Somebody on here to, to reassure me that this is not just some crazy ass thing that you can just go and, you know, pay to get, because it really does seem like it is super easy, super easy to right. get a bar to pass the bar. I but, to get a lot, but license. for people who don't know, Alina here, mm -hmm. Alina Haba is a racist. Oh, no way. No way. You yeah. Well, you Tony, you might not know me. it, but she is you a racist. There is a whole, if if people want to Google, just go Alina, just Google it, because I won't really get into it right now, but just Google Alina Habba, A-L-I-N-A-H-A-B-B-A, and then put racist. And you'll read all about the way that she treats employees at the law firm that she works at and what she said about uh, Tish James and mm -hmm. her treatment of others. It is, she's not, she's incompetent and racist at the same time, uh, which well, makes sense. And I said that online. I was like, it totally makes sense that, she would be um, uh, uh, representing Donald Trump. And that's only sense. one of them. Well, speaking of someone who needs um, representation, this is a uh, um, a phone call. It's a 911 call made. And I don't know when this was. This is recent, I think. A 911 call made by Lauren Boebert's neighbors, um, mm -hmm. where one of Lauren Boebert's uh, mass shooters, I mean, sons, was mm -hmm. um, was speeding up and down the street in a razor, like a doom buggy type vehicle uh, on their city street. And they asked him to slow down, apparently. Yeah. Um, a reasonable thing to do. Right, right. Just say, hey, slow down. Stop going so damn fast. You're going to hurt somebody or yourself. And apparently Lauren Boebert's um, penis exposure, I mean, husband, Jason, oh, yeah. came down in his truck with his son and started threatening these people and did he have, were did destroying he have his pants property. On? Well, you know, and were there, that, were there minors around? That is, that is something that we're going to have to probably find out later, but let's listen to a little bit of this phone call, just a little bit of it. It's like six minutes long, but let's, uh, two phone calls that were made in this video. Let's listen to a little bit of this phone call. 911, what's the address of the emergency? Repeat the address for me one more time to make sure I have it correct. Silk, Colorado. Okay, perfect. Your phone number you're calling me from, sir. And now it's, he's driving away, I think, just about okay. fighting. There's a, 
It's bad. It's Lauren Boebert's jackass husband, Jason. He's running <laughs> over my mailbox. Makes sense. Right? I, I love. I love how he he immediately calls. He, he says Lauren Boebert's jackass husband. Mm-hmm. Like that's that. Like they. That's how they refer to him inside this neighborhood. Right. That's how her fucking neighbors in Colorado feel about her. Like, and it goes on to talk about how, I, I mean, he's trying to, he runs over the guy's mailbox, destroying his property, apparently with his truck. Yeah. He's telling him to get the fuck off his property with the, the guy on the phone call. And they're telling him to get the fuck off the property. And of course, uh, uh, penis exposer, Jason Bobert is, is yelling back at him or something. Right, right. And, yeah. I was going to say, you're, I was like, I mean, you're, t- you're telling me that the guy, Jason Bobert exposed his penis to minors in a bowling alley is the same guy that would swear and be a a nuisance to neighbors in a, in in the area and drive over a mailbox. You're saying that's the same guy, right? Yeah, um, he he seems huh. reasonable. Huh, weird. Okay, <laughs> he seems really reasonable. It it really is. Um, yeah. Also, he, somebody brings up a good point. I totally forgot about that. Uh, destroying a mailbox is federal crime. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's it, well, it also uh, destroying someone else's property, like their yard. Right. Um, and intentionally trying to hit them with a truck. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's could be crimes here. Um, the thing that gets me the most, and I'm not going to find it because we're running out of time here. You got to go listen to this. I retweeted it to go to the top of my feed. But the guy on the phone call calls Jason as dumb as a post. <laughs> That's the description. He's just jackass, and he's as dumb as a post. So apparently, Lauren Boward and her husband are like just a, a match made in heaven. Gabe, there's one more piece of video that I want to mm. show before we go. Um, and it's one of the sweetest, most delicious pieces of video that came out of this weekend. When you watch, um, again, a shit sandwich, eat a shit, shit, shit sandwich here. Did we watch this on Friday? We I did. Like we did. We watched this. I got to watch it again. I can't help it. We did watch this on Friday. I can't help it. It's so delicious. Watch as these two shit sandwiches eat each other. Or could you think that we're safer now than we were under President Trump when he was willing to put missiles into Syrian air bases with Russians on the base? What's going on here, sir? He didn't understand because he didn't understand fundamentally much of anything about (laughs) international affairs. He could have just stopped fundamentally anything. Yeah, like no. he didn't have to continue. No, he's he's just throwing salt in the wound right. now. Oh he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna add as much detail as I can here. Oh my god, let's keep going. His decisions were not based on a coherent philosophy or a coherent policy. But we were safer. Uh, they but were, we were erratic. He, he kept, kept, he, he kept under leaders. Donald Trump. He, he kept pulled, world leaders. He, he signed their, a deal with heels, the Taliban. Sir. He kept them on their back feet. He, they didn't no, know where he, he was coming from, and that made us safer. I mean, can you? He had President right. and Xi. And he cut a deal with dinner. the Taliban he to withdraw from Afghanistan. Did that make us safer, Eric? When he bombed, no, you know what made us less safe? You know what made us less safe is when Biden pulled us out of Afghanistan. 13 Americans died. And now the Trump's deal. And now that the Taliban tells us back <laughs> off, don't kill. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Are you out of your oh, mind? Same man. thing they would have done. Oh, I can't help it. This is a one-year anniversary of us uh, finally getting out of that slog of a war that we should never really been in in the first place in Afghanistan. Thank you yep. to President um, Biden for actually executing what was a shitty deal that right. Trump made with yeah. the, uh, Biden. Taliban. There was a contract. They made a deal. And Biden was like, well, my predecessor made the deal. And if I back out of this, I don't know what will happen. You know? 
And it was a shitty deal. Yeah, it was a terrible deal. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. But also, it's like Trump, you know, he's like, uh, I make the best deals, the best ones. You know, like he's going to brag about his business acumen and how he's the, you know, out of the deal. But yeah, right. It's right. Yeah. the guy's mm-hmm. a fucking idiot. And he thinks that everything he does is amazing. Well, right. of course he does. Of course he does. Because it is, Gabe. Uh, Texas Paul says, damn it, don't make me agree with John Bolton. That's what I love about that clip is I right. actually hate John Bolton. Fuck John Bolton. But it is so funny to watch him eviscerate Trump because he hates Trump because of what Trump did to him and mm-hmm. how these people still think they're going to gain loyalty through him. And speaking of, speaking of loyalty, tomorrow, tomorrow, Texas Paul, I hope he joins us for his loyal fans to give them the... Texas rundown on Texas Tuesdays, Texas Paul mm-hmm. Tuesday. I don't know. We got to, we got to come up with the name of this Texas Paul come by tomorrow. Since you're in the chat, come by tomorrow. We'll talk about some Texas talk. I know Beto's kicking ass and taking names. Well, yeah. We haven't, there. we haven't spoken since that. I, I think, I don't think we yeah, spoke. No. Well, see the Beto you, clip, right? No. I, well, I, did we talk did about we? the one where he's like, fuck, we, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah, I, think, I don't well, think we talked about it. We'll ask Texas Paul tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. We'll play that clip. We'll get Texas Paul's response of how Beto's doing with these motherfuckers mm-hmm. um, out there. And l- let me tell you something. Tomorrow uh, is Tuesday. And stay tuned at noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, as you should every single weekday. For two full hours, simulcasting from the Midas Touch Facebook page. Don't forget... We got the new QR code down here and the new link, support.tonymichaelspod.com. Uh, please give us some of your support if you can. Support pro-democracy speech today. It's super important that mm-hmm. you join us here every single weekday for your strategic outrage so that you can go spread that pro-democracy message just like Beto is doing in Texas, Fetterman's doing in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Warnock's doing in Georgia, uh, Kelly's doing in Arizona, and Tim Ryan is doing in Ohio, and all the Democrats are accomplishing what the American people want currently right now. And the reason why is because they are pro-democracy. This is yep. what democracy delivers you. Delivers you. It does not get books banned in Florida. Did you hear about this right before we go? DeSantis wants to get rid of book fairs at schools. I'm not shitting you. What? Book fairs. He wants to get rid of book fairs. I just want to say, as a kid raised on a scholastic book fair, those were the best moments during the month. Right, when you got oh, the little the little paper. Yeah, you got the little paper. It's like, oh, you know, even Ron if I DeSantis, didn't buy anything, Ron I was still enjoying the time fairs. of like cruising through books. Piece of fucking shit. So keep your outrage up. Have strategic outrage. Make sure to support pro-democracy speech, whether it's here or it's others on the Midas Touch Network or others are in, in our country. Support pro-democracy speech today, wherever you can. Until tomorrow. Until tomorrow, game noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and simulcasting mm-hmm. from the Midas Touch Facebook page. Surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Mealborn, head-ass speaking.